This podcast is part what? of the TPS Radio Sports Podcast Network what? at www.tpsradio.net. WWE Pod TPS Radio. Marvelous Mike Juggling James. So Juggling James. Juggling James. Royal Rumble. Yes. What did you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, thumbs at three o'clock, thumbs at nine o'clock, quarter past ten. <laughs> well, um the undercard I think maybe was uh, uh, could have been slightly more exciting, but the actual rumble match itself I quite enjoyed. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I love the CM Punk, William Regal hitting the crap out of each other. I love the little John Morrison spot. I love the CM Punk do you, do you bit. Mean, do you mean Regal and Danielson? Oh, sorry, yes. Go on. Who did I say? He said Regal and Punk. Oh, no. No, Regal, no, no. But having said that, Punk and Danielson had a lovely beginning, didn't they? I mean, if you wanted... Yeah. I honestly think if you wanted to pick almost two perfect people to start the Rumble, you, you couldn't go far wrong, really, could you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started off nicely. Although I was hoping Punk would last longer. I think we all were. I, I really thought Punk, down to the last half dozen at least, you know? Yeah, I, I thought we might I thought we might be talking Final Four. Yes. Myself. No, definitely. Yeah. And uh, it was good. We had, obviously, Kevin Nash. Yeah, what the fuck? I know. Booker T. Well, as I said, as I explained to you, TNA, obviously, had they uh, that they're going on about. It, you mm-hmm. know, it's all over the internet now, so it's old news. But everyone everyone basically thought, um, you know, TNA were going to have, obviously, Steiner back, Kevin Nash, and Booker T. Uh well, well WWE signed Booker T and Kevin Nash and uh, TNA uh, had didn't even have a contract for them. Well, uh, it's funny, isn't it? Last episode we're going on, we're basically slagging Dixie Carter off, perhaps me more than you, uh, yeah. about being a bad business person. Good points. Uh, what an example. I mean, let's be honest. You know, would you book anyone for a show then add well, kind of like make a storyline? Sort of advertised it. They kind of did, but didn't really, to be fair to them. And then for it to all go tits up because you haven't even got them secured. It's ridiculous, isn't it? i tell you what I find a bit odd with this whole little episode. I went on the TNA website earlier. Oh, yeah. and uh, Well, I've still got it open. And basically, um, they they done this sort of video package basically saying they is not the main event mafia. Keep watching... It's someone else. Yeah, because they've obviously, it, perhaps then, they've obviously backtracked. Yeah. But in my head, I would have done a WWE-style move and not even acknowledge those rumours. Because because if, if, if they, although I'm going to assume that whoever they is now is probably going to be someone not quite as good. 
mm-hmm. as say Booker T, for example. Well, Although, yeah, but then again, do you? I think, I think you you explained to me on the phone earlier. Do you really want two old people again? In tea, you know. That's true, but the thing is, I can't think who else there is now. Unless, uh, unless they is like Goldberg and Lesnar. I can't think of the hell. No, else. I mean, I mean, you, you got Steiner, Samoa Joe. You're not doing much with him. Ah, that's true. You know, could have been. Obviously, Mick Foley wants out of the company. He's another possible one. It could have been. But anyway, it looks to me he doesn't want to be a TNA anymore. Pat, you know, if you read between the lines, understandably what? so. Wouldn't it be marvellous if they turn out to be the Chuckle Brothers? It would be buys, wouldn't it? It would just, be buys. Just for fun. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, Sid Vicious, he's out there. He's still around. Sid Vicious and the Chuckle Brothers. Sid Vicious and the Chuckle To me, to you. To me, to you, Powerbomb. Lovely. <laughs> exactly. That'd be a good T-shirt. Yeah, to me, to you, Powerbomb. Just that. Have that in big black writing on a white t-shirt. That's their t-shirt. I'd buy it. Exactly. Definitely. I'd buy two. Yeah. To me, to you, Powerbomb. Yeah. Barry, Paul, Sid. Why not? Yes. <laughs> so, But, I mean, but back to the Rumble. I really enjoyed it. Alberto Del Rio facing... Well, he said he's going to face Edge at WrestleMania. That depends what they're going to do at the Elimination Chamber. Um, and... You know, you know what? There are there are rumours, Mike. Really, in wrestling, that, there's rumours. I know, I know that a certain someone. These are only rumours. I can't really confirm or deny it. Has signed with WWE, and I half expected maybe him to be number forty of the Rumble. So I was a bit disappointed when we got Kane, but we'll come to that in a bit. I was a bit disappointed as well because all night I was sitting there going, "When's Triple H coming out? Yeah, When's then, Triple H coming out?" Yeah, okay, we'll talk about it now. Yeah, in terms of, let's be honest, I completely forgot about Kane. Number forty, I thought it would be Triple H, didn't you? Yes, completely. And it wasn't. And let's be honest, I think Triple H may have thought, "Okay, I'm not. If I don't win the Rumble, I don't really want to waste my return if I'm not going to win the Rumble." Oh, he's not that much of a last these days, is he? No, I don't know. But having said that, then, if you were going to do that, Triple H, obviously we know he's got a bit of, if he still has a bit of an ego, if you wanted to look, if you wanted to look good, for fuck's sake, have him start at number one and then be the last four, for example, you know? No, that would have worked. Yes, you would have got an instant surprise straight away. And then the fact that he was the last, you know, part of the last four, you'd be thinking, oh my goodness. And even if he got thrown out then, I don't think it would have show it would have mattered. Because, let's be honest, let's be fair, 40 men, he's number one, he would have had a, he would have had a very good showing, wouldn't he? It would still be a kind of backward vengeance type line, yeah. Yeah, and, listen, and you know, I mean, I mean, how hot would the crowd be if he did come in at number one? Then as well. Very hot, very hot. Yeah. Uh, so... I mean, I mean, no offense to Daniel Bryan, but that'd be a very interesting fight of first two, Punk and Triple H. Exactly. I mean, I mean, or if you really wanted to do something, you could have had Sheamus coming at number one, you know, start cutting a promo, then number two is obviously Triple H. Ah, now that would have been interesting. Exactly, it would have been. So who's this person who's apparently signed? Yeah, oh, uh, well, well, but he's not, well... It's only apparently it's loose rumours. Um, is it Lesnar? No. Uh, more, pa- perhaps more surprising than that. Warrior. 
maybe not as surprising, but actually perhaps equally surprising. And this person may have something to do with the warrior, even. Rick Rude. No. Vincent. Sting. Yes. <laughs> there, there, there are people. Uh, the rumor mills get a bit of overdrive, really. But yes, Sting. Wow. It's only rumours. Yes, of course. Wouldn't he have been a surprising number 40, Mike? I think you'd have texted me straight away. Hell yeah, I would have. Um, but as I said, they're only rumours. Um, he's not in TNA at the moment, is he? Is he going to be part of Is he going to be part of this new group? Is he going to be part of they? You've got to wonder. If he's not part of they, then the rumours are starting to look even more interesting, then, aren't they? Yeah, if he's not doing anything right now, then it'll look, it'll look very promising. Yes, yeah, exactly. Hmm. Maybe, right? Maybe Sting could be a sort of freelance wrestler and do both. <laughs> that would be good, wouldn't it? Um, he, if... he could film TNA on Mondays, because obviously they do their taping on Monday. I'd say if he's on SmackDown, although I'd want him on Raw, he could do SmackDown on Tuesdays. Then Ring of Honor on Wednesdays. And then on Thursdays, he can be part of the new super group with Sid and Barry Chuckle. And Paul Chuckle. <laughs> there, there you go. Sorted. Sorted. Yeah, and just and just for the hell of it, their new, the manager of this new clique is my dad. Even better. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Sorted. <laughs> Sorted. Yeah. Sting, Sid Vicious, Chuckle Brothers, Barry Chalkley. Let's go with it. I mean, people are even going on about, you know, Sting coming back. You know, people are suggesting he's going to face The Undertaker. Well, obviously, as that's going to be the... Hello? Mike? 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 Yep, I'm now phoning him back on the Skype. And, well, <laughs> it's gone absolutely... Absolutely blank. Suggest people at the moment are even suggesting Sting versus The Undertaker for WrestleMania, which is a bit strange. And is are you back online, Mike? No. Um, something has gone extremely wrong. Hello. Mike. Anyone? Yes, I'm back. Excellent. Online, Mike is back. Okay. Yeah. Um, people, are, people are musing about Sting versus The Undertaker, perhaps. I mean, I've seen posts on internet forums talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we said the other day, other than Cena, he's one of the few believable people left that you, you could suspend your disbelief and think he's going to beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Do you want to know something bizarre? Yeah. When I came back online, as it were, just then... I started playing some music in the background, as you will have sort of heard. Mm-hmm. It's a theme tune of Alberto Del Rio. And a little, you know, on YouTube, where I got it, little advert pop up on the screen sometimes now as well. Oh, yeah. An advert, there's a town quite near me, you know, uh, uh, Bexley. Yeah. And a little advert popped up said, based in Bexley, call for an undertaker. <laughs> it's a sign. Isn't it just? It is a sign. And now think about it, there's also another advert that says, having trouble with bees? That's a stinger. 
Star. Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about it. Do that. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Maybe not this year, but next year. Because yep. I, I think you don't want to put Shawn Michaels and Sting in the same year. It's a bit overkill, you know? Well, this is the thing. Do you think they would make Sting one of, like, like, a, like the top guy of one year's Hall of Fame? Or do you think Vinnie Mac's ego would get in the way? I don't know. Um, yeah, let's be honest. Uh, I think I think you, me, and the wrestling world would be more than happy with Sting being the top guy, wouldn't you? I would, yeah. I was a huge Sting fan. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I can't really say. Um, but, you know, it could be the top guy next year. Because let's be honest, they are slowly... Because sure, Mike was going quite early. What other top guys do they have for the Hall of Fame, Mike? There are a couple of others that I think people have forgotten. Okay, you got The Rock. There is Rock. He's a given. Mick Foley, a top guy. Mick Foley. Jake. Oh. Jake the Snake Rock, yes, yes. If he, yes, you got Jake. People always seem, people seem to f- to have forgotten about Jake. But yeah, I could see him not necessarily being a top guy. I mean, Rowdy Roddy Piper wasn't the year Hogan came in, but obviously that was Hogan. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I I think he's good enough. The Undertaker, obviously, at some point. Baker at some point. Maybe the... I, I think, although this won't be a top guy, one year I'm sure we'll have Bulldog. Yes. Which would be lovely. Same as with Owen Hart. Ah, uh, yes. yes. He won't yes. be a top guy, though. Um, I'm trying to think. I, think. I think Vince McMahon potentially could be a top guy. Yes, that could happen. I could see him be... It's a bit like, oh, look, look, look at his ego and stuff, but I do... Let's be fair, he does deserve a place in the Hall of Fame. If we're honest, I mean, yeah, if it wasn't for him playing that character very well, the attitude there wouldn't have been anywhere near as hot. No, and the fact that he is the head of WWE. That too. So, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting one. And then Sting in the WWE. Uh, if, that, if, that, if that does happen, that's, that's brilliant. Uh, and especially if you looked, people suggested that was him rather than Undertaker in that promo they did for Elimination Chamber. You know, 21... 2-2 two, two or whatever, that date they gave, you know? I haven't seen this, I must confess. Ah. Yeah, it's just a promo. It's very, I don't know. Uh, oh, I can't really explain it. You'll have to watch it. Um, you see a shadowy figure, that's all. In this Ooh. promo thing, going into a building. A shadowy... Oh, uh, I'm intrigued already. So... Yeah, you know I'm gonna watch it now on YouTube. If I can find watch it. Watch it now. He's watching it now on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so what should I type in? Um, <laughs> absolutely no idea. Wait right. there. Elim- Elimination Chamber 2011 promo. Let's go with that. All right. It's a second 2111, I think. Found it yet? What second 21? What? Oh, it might actually not be. It's a run- Monday Night Raw. It's advertising. Second 2111, not the Elimination Chamber. What's this second 2111 you're talking about? It's the promo. Hang on. Monday you, Night you... Raw. Second... T- what? I'm confused. 
Well, what, what, leave it to me. I'm going to attempt to find it for you. Okay, cool. And then I can... Uh, here we go. Oh, has he got it? I believe so. It's about 47 seconds. Let me Fair. ping it. Let me ping that over to you, Mr. Chalkley, via our Skype. Ping Dude. me like the bitch that I am. Indeed. Try that one. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way. Yep. I'm hoping to be able to wear my Desmond Wolf T-shirt to uh, to school tomorrow. Excellent work. Okay, I'll have a quick watch of this. Let's see now. Uh, right. So, ladies and gentlemen, Mike is watching the promo, which I think is Monday Night Raw. I got it wrong rather than Elimination Chamber. I do apologise. Which is fairly strange. Hmm. Shadowy figure in long black trench coat walking around very dark sort of factory type thing it looks like. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Lightning. Two. They're advertising the return of the Undertaker. Well, that's what this is. Allegedly. Well, no. That's what people think is going to happen. 2-21. February 21st. Yes. Is that Elimination Chamber Day? I think it... No, it looks like it's a Raw Monday. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay. But it looks so much like Sting, doesn't it? Yeah, people said, is it Sting? Is it The Undertaker? Let me see. 21 is indeed a Monday. So... Yeah, there's people... Yeah, there's all sorts of people saying, would it be Sting? Would it be Sting? I think we want it to be Sting now, don't you? We do want it to be Sting. I mean, it would be huge. Oh, it would be huge for long-time fans. Yep. Uh, and let's be honest, I mean, there's your big match. At, you know, there's your big match for WrestleMania, because we said uh, it doesn't seem to be one at the moment, does there? So, Well, let's think. We, we'll end up with Sting Taker. I'm sure we'll have the Shameless Triple H 2. Well, 3, really. So, yeah, yeah, that, 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 is, that is one match. It makes you go, ooh. I wouldn't say it's up there with, like, Rock Hogan, but it's still pretty big. Well, I think it's as big as, as, big as they could ever get for rest, this WrestleMania, you know? Oh, yeah, it's the biggest that they could cop up for this one. Unless, you, unless, as you say, unless, as you say, they suddenly said, see the take, and we went, oh, holy shit. Yep, but I think with all the rumours now, Cena Taker would be disappointing, don't you think? What now that there's rumours of Sting? I think anything other than that, or I think anything other than getting the Rock or Stone Cold in a match would be a disappointment now. Wouldn't you agree? Now they're building it up. A bit like Kane being at number 40. (laughs) Yeah, which would never happen. No. No, no. I love the fact they always advertise Kane in the Royal Rumble numbers. You know, he's, he's, he eliminated 11 people, which now is 10 years ago. Yeah, this is the thing. He, I mean, it is, in a way, it's quite sweet that they've given, that they gave him number 40, because it's his 13th Rumble in a row. He's, he's, he's set a new record, which is lovely. It's lovely. But that, but that doesn't change the fact that right now, right now at this time, Kane is not... An utter burk. Yep, I mean, his his feud with Edge was disappointing. I mean, Kane 
was fine as the world champion. Fine. You know, and I was and I was very pleased for him to finally get a decent title run. But I just don't take him seriously anymore. Excuse Did me. You? I know. Nor do I. You're the same as me, are you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is quite hard to take seriously. I completely agree. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's because he's a bit older now or because the gimmick's been around so long. But then again, there are others that have been around just as long. I don't, I don't know why. I just find him hard to take seriously. Like, if, if someone said to me, Triple H versus Punk, as you mentioned earlier, I'd be like, yes, I've never seen those two against each other. Let's go with it. Sounds great. That sounds great. If someone said to me, CM Punk versus Kane, they've never faced each other, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, CM Punk. Yeah, you're probably right about that, actually. Exactly. You win. In the... <laughs> Something like that. I don't take Kane that seriously these days. Um, no, no, because I think WWE doesn't really, do they? Uh, I mean, fair enough, he's, he's, he's had his nice run. As a, but what has he done before then? You know, he's always... He's, I mean, he's, a, he's like your solid upper mid-carder, really, isn't he? This is the thing. I, I That's how I think of him these days. Upper mid-carder. I don't think of him as top of the card. No, and no, even, a, even at number 40, no, you, no one believed he was going to win. Oh, no way. No. So. There's, no way, there's no way people thought he was going to win. Going in, everybody had their, their, their little cluster of people, uh, as you do every year. And yes. he wasn't in it. No, he wasn't, was he? No. So. He wasn't, dare I say it, he wasn't part of the core. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, well, well, I mean, what what did you think about, the Royal Rumble did start very strange, actually, didn't it? Um, with the core versus the next, I was like, what the hell's going on? I thought I thought initially Wade Barrett was number two, but then none of them ended up being number two, despite the fact that their music played. And uh, it was it was a wicked way to start the rumble. I was a bit confused at first, though, but it was uh, I was excited. I was the same as you. It was confusing because indeed I assumed I was. Is it this one? Is it him? Is it Gabriel? Is it? Oh, it's Brian Danielson. Hang on a minute. So it, it was a bit mad, but at the same time, what I like about it. And I'm not sure if it was you who mentioned it or or, my, or or one of my best mates, Darren, said that said about little stories you get within the bigger story of the Rumble. Yeah. Sort of thing. So when, so when that started, I thought, ah, a story within the Rumble. I like it. You know, that kind of thing. Hmm. Hmm. No, definitely. I bet, yeah, it is. It, it was a great, strange. It was strange, but I thought it was cool. Yes, it was. It was cool. Strange, but cool. I, I don't have anything bad. I can't really say anything bad about it. Um, you could. I mean, it depends on your take on life. I mean, it was good, but but it, but there wasn't any custom. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah, that crosses my mind. For our American listeners, right? Hello. <laughs> Do they have custard? Yeah, but I don't know what they call it. I wouldn't it know what they like, you have apple pie and what, for example? I mean, I don't, I don't like apple pie myself, but, like, what do you have? Like, so-and-so and a nice dessert, because they like their dessert pies, don't they? But they don't really have meat pie, which is a bit mad. They have, like, the, your apple pie, your cherry pie, she's my cherry pie. 
and whatever. That's just one by warrant from 1990, I think. But, but, but do they have custard? Um, I don't know. Do, do Americans have custard? You can email us. You can email us at www.podcast at googlemail.com. Do Americans have custard? And if they do, do they pour it all over themselves and go jogging? Like, anyway. Yeah. I, I'd imagine Mark Henry would eat custard. I imagine Mark Henry would drink custard. <laughs> like, 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 he, he, like, like, you know when he comes out, <laughs> wouldn't it be brilliant if, you know, like, like the bottle of water that he clearly douses himself with before he comes out to make himself look even bigger? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be brilliant if at the last minute someone swapped it for custard? <laughs> yeah. And he just comes out with massive yellow splods all over his doggy dreadlocks. That'd be marvellous. It would be fantastic. Somebody's covered in custard. I would love it. I'm covered in custard, Tony Atlas. What do I do? <laughs> I wonder where he is now. Tony Atlas, I mean, not Mark Henry. Mark Henry's probably having a sack. But Tony Atlas, where is he? I don't know. Is, is he still working? Was he released by WWE? The last thing he was part of was that whatever his name was, the Abraham Washington show. Oh, yes. Where his job was to laugh, which was just weird. Yes. Kind of, kind of funny, but a bit weird. Oh, oh, Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas. I'm pretty certain he was. He was released from his contract in 2010. Yeah, However, yeah. he did appear on the November 15th Old School Raw. Ah. Oh. Special. Doing what? Absolutely no idea. Ah, was he covered in custard? Yes. Oh, brilliant! There you go. Um, so, in um, so Roy Rumble, we're both saying thumbs up. I'm saying thumbs up. Yes. Me too. I'd like to say thumbs up as well. You say that like you'd like to, but you can't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thumbs up. It was very good. I enjoyed it. Um. The winner, Alberto Del Rio, interesting. Kurt Angle is apparently saying on TNA that his contract is up in August. Oh, really? Yes, <laughs> yeah, news just in, no. Um, Kurt Angle, will August, interesting. Will he go back to WWE? I'd imagine WWE would, uh, would act, excuse would very much like him. He can slot into SmackDown quite easily. Yeah, I mean, you know, we said, you know, they're, they. They're, they haven't made any new... They're making new stars, which is great, but they haven't made anyone yeah. yet on the level of a John Cena or, dare you say it, a Randy Orton, for example, you know? Not quite, no. I mean, as I said the other day, it's been... 2010 was finally, finally, customly, finally a good year for young... for, 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 for young main eventers. No, completely, yeah. And, and it, it, it takes... I mean, you won't get very rarely. You won't. You won't get another Rock and Stone Cold in the same at the same time. I mean, the, you know, even Stone Cold, he, he, he appeared as a Stone Cold character. I believe what was it ninety seven? He became the Stone Cold character properly, didn't he? Was it, was it ninety seven or ninety six when he when he cut the promo? That could have been ninety six. I don't. He had that match with Bret Hart at WrestleMania ninety seven, didn't he? Yeah, they started feuding at the end of 96, though. Yeah, they, yeah. so 96, yeah, the Stone Cold. Yeah. That's a bloody serious time. And, yeah. and he became really hot come the end of 97 
end of 90, you know, 97, 98, it just became, and then he won at WrestleMania, and it just blew, didn't it? Blew up. Yeah. yeah. And it took, it took a few years for The Rock as well. I think two, three years. But the, the good thing about Kurt Angle is he comes into WWE, instant main eventer, don't need to build him up, everyone knows who he is, he's yeah. Kurt Angle, you've got someone on the same level as a Cena, as a Randy Orton, as a Triple H, haven't you? One thing I do know about Angle is that he, you, it may have, been, may have been you who told me, that he wants to wrestle The Miz and Randy Orton before he retires. Ah, true. Yes, he, he wrestled Orton before, but this was a few years ago, so I'm guessing he, he you know, thinks Orton's improved a lot since then. And he said he wants a main event in a pay-per-view with Mark Henry before he, oh no, he's already done that. Never mind. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> and it was a classic. It was crap, yes. They only did that it match last to... Terrible. Yeah, it was. They only did that match last to have the Undertaker thing at the end. Exactly, which was a bit odd. A fucking waste. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to put it, a fucking waste. And because Mark Henry was there, it was a pretty enormous waste. Yeah, and it wasn't just a horrible image, a horrible thought, as that pay-per-view went off the air, because it was a very good rumble. You wanted... Rey Mysterio winning the Rumble, celebrating as the Rumble went off the air. You needed that as the image. Not, yeah, that, that feel-good moment. Yeah, not fucking Mark Henry, Undertaker coming on a cart and horse with his mysterious powers, making the ring go. You could have done that at the end of SmackDown if you really wanted to. Or you could have come back and interrupted the match, you know, make it, you know, you know, and just chokeslammed Kurt Angle. Well, I don't know, you could have done something. Yeah. As good as that spot, or anyone would call it was, with the ring, as you say, it really wasn't worth swapping all that about for. No, something, no. No, I thought, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, you always think you got your money's worth when someone comes back and pay for you. I always prefer that, rather than it happening at Raw. But, yeah, you're right, it was not worth swapping all that around, definitely. No, but the thing is, they would have assumed that the, the, the Mark Henry match would have been all right. Because if they thought it was going to be crap, they wouldn't have put him in that spot, obviously. But, of course, it turned out not to go well, because it's Mark Henry. Yeah, but you're thinking about the same people that brought Lesnar and Hardcore Holly in a championship match a few years earlier. I thought that was fine. Yeah? Yeah, personally. And a hell of a lot better than that. True, I can't deny that. I cannot deny that. Um... Yeah, Hardcore Holly may not be a world champion wrestler, but he's better than, you know, Sexy Chocolate, or whatever his name is. Oh, goodness me. At least Sexy Chocolate was fun. (laughs) True. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he kind of had more of a character now, then, didn't he? Well, he had a character at all. Yes, yeah, he doesn't now. Yeah, you're right. Good point. You're absolutely right about that one. But he's he's got a bit of a character because he's 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 a bit over as a face now. But then he was in a tag team. He could hide. Yeah. Yes. He can't hide now, can he? Exactly. I mean, he was in a team where he was obviously the weak one, and he was next to D'Lo Brown. And yeah. D'Lo Brown. Although he was cool, was, and I'm not just saying this for obvious reasons, apparently very sloppy. I think you better recognise. Yes. Um, yes, he was. So, an uh, uh, interesting piece of news, other than Kurt Angle. What's that? We've talked about it and talked about it, and we're going to talk about it again. Hello. 
in what can only be described as an alarming statistic, Mike, the total number of WWE domestic, this is American, USA pay-per-view buys in 2010 came in overall at 2,049,000. Okay. This is up or down from 2009. Have a guess. I'm going to go with uh, down. Well done. When the company did 2,726,000 buys. Jesus Christ! So they've lost about 700,000 buys? Yeah. Oh my god. That is, when you think about it, potentially two B-brand pay-per-views or a one very well booked or, you know, no, that or even three B-band pay-per-views uh, for 2010. Or, that, I mean, that's 700,000. That is a, a WrestleMania buy rate from 99, 98, isn't it, when you think about it? Almost. That's 25 Slammiversaries. I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that is, you know, the, the, Royal, the Royal Rumble doesn't even get 700,000 buys domestically anymore, I think, to be honest. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. Wow, the shareholders must be shitting themselves. Well, we are, Mike, we are. Um, we certainly um, are, yes. <laughs> so, uh... I'm coming right now. What, what do you think of that? Well, what do I think of that? Uh, I think... I think we need to go to that next board meeting and kick some ass. I know, I know. I mean, is it is it the fact that... that is it their booking rate that's down? Is it the fact, Mike, that they're PG that has done it, or is it you know? Is it is it the fact that they they see still are still obsessed with these gimmick pay per views that quite clearly don't draw buy rates at all? I mean, I don't think it's a booking thing, personally, because I think 2010 did have some very good moments. Okay. Because oh, yeah, Miz, Miz becoming champion was great. The Nexus has been brilliant at times. Uh, you know, Brian Danielson could have been used a little better, you could argue, but at the same time, it's done well. Uh, it's had some good moments, although obviously they don't plan ahead as much as they used to. Now, uh, in terms of it being PG, I don't think it helped, because let's be honest, you can sometimes have a night. Like, I, I remember uh, a, a few years ago now, uh, it was WrestleMania 21, so we're talking about five, six years ago. 2005. Uh, 2005, yes. My family and I had just got back from a weekend away, and my dad wouldn't let me order WrestleMania 21, so I had to wait till it was on DVD and then watch it there, blah, 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 blah. Now then, which is just shocking to begin with. But, look at it like this. If you are the child... Although obviously I was about 21, it's a little different. If you are the child in, like, say, a seven-year-old or whatever in a house, and you're like, Daddy, I want to watch wrestling. You're like, no, son, we're not watching wrestling. We're watching Dancing on Ice or whatever. Although I do like that show, if you've got to help me. So then, so then they don't get the pay-per-view because the child doesn't always get what they want. Adults, on the other hand, do always get what they want. So if the ad, so if the dad, or indeed perhaps, or, or perhaps the mum, thinks to themselves, right, tonight it's uh, Gail Kim challenging Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship, I'm buying that show. Because let's be honest, although kids beg their parents to, to be taken to things, yeah. you know, adults have more income. 
As simple as that. Nope, that's true. Go where the money is. In my head. So I don't... I reckon the PG thing could be a factor. I can't remember what your third idea was. Uh, the gimmick pay-per-views. Yeah, they... that The gimmick pay-per-views is something that... It's weird, because as we, as we said, I personally uh, don't have a huge following. I know you hate them. I don't have a massive following with them, but apart from when it books them into a corner. But the buy rates have been creeping downwards for them, haven't they? So clear, so something ain't working. Yeah. Is it, the, is it the PG or is it the gimmicks? Because... I, think, it's probably, I think it's all of all of what you said, especially like you know the PG and the fact that um, Hell in a Cell, the fact that you're having Hell in a Cell, as you said, is not special at all. You know? The fact that No Mercy... And Mick Fo- the, and these two wrestlers, like a John Cena and a Randy Orton, have been feuding for three months, and this is the payoff. And oh my God, it's no mercy at Hell in a in, You know, they're having Hell in a Cell as a main event. That gets you the buy rates. Does that make sense, you know? Yes, I know what you mean. Rather yeah. than, as, as we had one year, Punk versus Tankus Hell in a Cell for only their second match. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not built up, and it's a... Uh, these gimmick pay-per-views just don't work. Fatal 4-Way apparently did quite bad. But, and they got money in the bank. I mean, what do you do at WrestleMania then? Have three money in the banks in total? No, and money in the bank has become this... You know, It's, it's fantastic because when they're not really booking for six wrestlers who are upper mid-carders uh, and they, you know, they want to have them in a match, you stick them in that match and if you want to elevate one fairly quickly, you get them to win it. You know? Well, yes, but... With money in the bank pay-per-view, you get to do that with about 12 wrestlers. And then it means very little, doesn't it? It starts to mean less, though, doesn't it? There should only be one per year. And I really feel it should be at WrestleMania. Because it makes... It's one of those things... It's almost now become a staple of WrestleMania. And it makes it feel that bit special. And it's a ladder match. Ladder matches are always good. And you're gar- it's almost a guarantee to have an entertaining spot fest of a match. I tend to think of it like this. Right, mm-hmm. a money in the bank pay per view is fine if you've got something to replace it with at Mania. But what though? I mean, you, you're not, it's not like you, you're not going to have a TLC because they have a yeah. TLC pay per view now. Ah, good point. Well, you could do, but then it devalues from the TLC pay per view. So what we need is a match that would capture people's imagination, that people would enjoy but isn't already being done at another pay-per-view. Yeah, or you get rid of that other pay-per-view. Or hypothetically that. But if they're not going to, what are you going to do? Battle Royal? No. It's not as exciting. No. You know, and you're not going to have a cage match, really, at WrestleMania. Doesn't, yeah. hasn't, you know, it hasn't... It's happened on very few occasions. Hmm. Let me think. The only type of match I can think of that isn't, doesn't have its own pay-per-view, uh, ambulance match? Well, well, well now, now you've given them an idea, haven't you, Mike? Thing is, yeah, yeah. Let's WWE a- ambulance match coming February. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I can, I can see it happening, unfortunately. <laughs> And maybe because it's PG and they can't have violence of too much, right? The winner is the person who takes their opponent, hmm, takes their opponent, beats them up, 
with no weapons, puts them in the ambulance, and then there's a perfect parallel park with the ambulance. I like that. That's quite entertaining. Yeah, why not? A perfect parallel park. With the other wrestlers still trying to stop him. Actually, yeah, I'm thinking the other wrestlers would be doing a thing where you stand behind someone going, bit further, bit further, bit further. You can have JTG in crime time going, bit further, bit further, money. Bit further, bit further, euros, bit further, and so on. Yes. Um, there you go. Uh, buys. The, uh, Mike, you solve the problem. Don't I always? Always. So, yeah, I'm all right with the... I'm, Give me pay-per-views. It's, it's like, as you say, as long as they're well thought out, I'm fine with them. But I'm just not sure that they are. No, they're not. And they need to really plan a whole year ahead if they're going to do that, don't they? Easily. And they just don't seem to do it anymore. No, and it's not very hard to do. And you can obviously change with, with the way the crowd reacts, you know? Oh, you have to. Yeah, and they've done that before. What we've once said, once again, you know, Batista being an example. A very good example, yes. And yeah. also back in 99, Mick Foley. No one had that planned. No. In the champion. No, exactly. And, you know, it shows, they, it shows they can do it if they really want to. Uh, yeah. So, they, I mean, but they, yeah, as you said, a very alarming figure. What are they going to do to fix it? I don't know WWE even knows what they're going to do to fix it. Well, I would sooner... Oh, and by the way, before we... Before, yeah, once again, Vince McMahon is thinking about getting rid of Survivor Series. Again? Yes. Despite the fact that I think it, it, it is one of the most more, more successful. Out of all the B... The only B show that outdraws it uh, is Elimination Chamber, I think. And that's and that really is because it's... Uh, the Elimination Chamber is, I, I think, a bit of a draw anyway, and the fact that it's on its way to WrestleMania as well, you know? The fact that they're the reasons why it gets more buys. Uh, you know, but, since, so, when, since when a Survivor Series been a B show? It's supposed to be an A show. It is. But then you look at the way they book it. I mean, you've got no old-school Survivor Series matches heavy on it because you've got bragging rights before with the Raw versus SmackDown Survivor Series-type matches, you know? It for is the, just for the trophy. That one is just weird that they well, do that. Yeah. I mean, they can get rid of that. They can get rid of Fatal Four Way. What the f- bloody hell? Like Fatal Four Way. That's what, yeah. Well, they can get. I mean, yeah. They don't need. They don't need any of these gimmick papers. It's ridiculous. I mean, I can. Un- I can understand some Elimination Chamber. I can kind of understand. You know. Um. We had some. What I'm just thinking, right? If they did lose the PG thing, can we just like WWE rimming? Yes, <laughs> probably. WWE hand job. Actually, that'd be, that'd be a bit odd. Oh, the following contest is no, no, no. No. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I don't, I, I've I've done what else to say, really, Mike. I do. Yep. Uh, suck master bursting phone. X. <laughs> Once again, I don't really know what to say to that. I think it sums it all up quite well. It does, doesn't it? Suck master bursting phone. So, we are now just something like 60 days, or 55, 60 days, something like that, to WrestleMania, right? Yep. It looks like that we're going to have Edge versus Del Rio. Yeah, if we had to predict it, yep. Mm-hmm. 
and Miz probably versus Cena, I suspect. Yes. Unless obviously we have Jerry Lawler versus Cena, which would just be weird. No, but what I think is going to happen, if I had to guess... Go on. Jerry Lawler was going on about Raw, how he's never been at WrestleMania, right? Okay. It would be interesting, and I don't think it's going to happen. Come to think of it, now, now, uh, now I've seen the co- I've seen the common sense side oh. of it. But my prediction was Michael Cole is going to interrupt his match with the Miz. Yeah. And then it's going to be at some point Joe the King versus Michael Cole at WrestleMania. Yeah, well, what the hell's Cole going to do? Get the shit beating out of him like everyone wants him. Unless he uses like Alex Riley or something. No, yeah, but he's not. It is going to be a very short match, isn't it? You're going to get a couple of, couple of punches, a power driver, etc., and then that's it. That's what that's I think is going to happen. And the and what I'm going to hope then is Joey the King Lawler sits down, and that is the first match at WrestleMania, and then Jim Ross's music hits and he comes down. Ah, oh, that would be brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, see, then I wouldn't mind. <laughs> but, I mean, the reason why being, obviously, Michael Cole needs to commentate at WrestleMania. Is he going to be doing that? And then, you know, and it's going to put Joey the King Lawler and and Michael Cole out of the commentary booth for a bit. And if yeah. one of them gets beaten up, it's a bit silly if they both carry on. But, you know... It gives... I, guess, I guess while they're in the ring, we can have, like, JR and Stryker, perhaps. Yes, and then just have JR and King for the rest of Mania. Exactly, because they're the two special ones. Although I do quite like Matt Stryker. Oh, he's shocking. Oh, really? Well, he's, I, I, you know, Peter, he gets slagged off, but you know what? I can't stand Michael Cole's just crap. You know why? I mean, I, I always think, oh, maybe he's not as bad as I think. But then, I will watch a Royal Rumble with J- Jim Ross on, and, and then I realise how crap Michael Cole is. Of course, the best way to watch the Royal Rumble is to listen to us. Of course. Yep. Remember, guys, I know it's a year old now, but it's still fun. Download Royal Rumble 2010 commentary from us and then stick it in your ears and watch the last year's rumble. It's brilliant. It is so funny, it will make you shop for berries. That made no sense. But uh, they can be new friends, why not? <laughs> so, anyway, um, I, but I have the worst headache in the world, and I'm probably not going to be, unfortunately, going to be going on for much longer. Oh, so. No. What, you're going to die? <laughs> no, I'm going to be downstairs to get some pills. I'm going to try and get some shut-eye in a bit. Oh, fair enough, bro. So, do you have anything to say, unfortunately, to an and somewhat quick and abrupt end to our... Didn't really review the Royal Rumble much, except give it a thumbs up, but spoke about it. Show. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, after that crisp uh, intro to my final whatnot, I will say this. Let me think. dee Ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people will talk about the road to WrestleMania, and of course it is a very interesting time. Is it Sting? I can't wait to find out, personally. I really hope it is. If it is Sting, and he's not coming until the run the Raw after Elimination Chamber, they're not giving him very long to build this match up, are they? Five or six weeks. It's alright, you know, but let's be honest. This is a match with WCW and TNA fans going to be on top of the world. WWE fans, some of them will just be a bit confused. And that is a lot like life. 
because in life, people come in and people go. You never quite know where the next special person is going to come from all the time. And I think what I'm saying is this. For every special person, for every main eventer, as it were, who comes into your life, someone might just slip away from your life in one way or another. And you start to think to yourself, wow, that person was great. Whatever happened, you try and give them a ring or whatever, maybe they don't pick up. What I'm getting at in a rather roundabout way is this. Every time you lose someone special, just think. Once upon a time, life was okay before you knew them. Once upon a time, life seemed all right before you knew them. Once upon a time, you seemed okay before you knew them. So what I'm saying is this. People may just in out of life, but the important people, the core, if you will, will stick around. And that, ladies and gentlemen, who am I talking about? I don't just mean a person's parents. I don't just mean a person's family. I mean their podcast host. Ladies and gentlemen, your loved ones will always be there. So will we. Good night.